Bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. We talk relationships, we talk love on this show. And let me start by this little poll. I, I love asking you questions. So I put a little poll on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio. And this question was a date or dump. It says, date or dump, you find out you date has been married twice. So 47% of you said I would still date. 53% said I would dump. Can I tell you something? I think we should be tolerant. And if you've been married twice before we meet, I don't care. It's all about here and now. All the things you've learned is wonderful. And I don't judge you for this. That's just me. If you have any questions, always call me, 855-905-8255. And that's next on The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Call me when you have a question. Bonjour, Tessa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What is up? Well, I have a question. Uh-huh. I um, I met this great guy, and we've been dating for a couple of weeks, and I want to know what is the right time and how should I introduce him to my friends? So how long have you been dating him? Uh, it's been about three weeks. Three weeks. And uh, no one knows of him, or at least some of your girlfriends know you guys are dating? Well, they've heard of him. <laughs> you know, um, I talk about him, and um, I'm sure he talks about me to his friends, but they haven't met him in person. Okay, and the last question is, which is key before we decide if it's time or not, have you guys had the DTR, define the relationship talk? Um, we actually, we have. Uh, we decided to exclusively date each other for now and see how it goes. Well, then, I mean, that's for me the condition of when it's time to meet friends and parents, when you two have decided to be exclusive and had that talk and both of you agreed to that, then I see no no worry. Do you have any worries? Is there something, a reason why you hesitate to introduce him? Um, I don't know. I'm nervous thinking about it. I'm just nervous that maybe they won't like him. And, you know, sometimes when you hear other people's opinions, it starts to influence you, right? So... Is there um, is there something in particular about him that would make your girlfriends not like him? No, this, I mean they're single, um, you know, and people can find flaws in anything. Um, so I, I kind of value that, right? I I would hope that maybe if they saw something or a red flag that I'm missing, you know, sometimes you have the wrong glasses on, you don't see the right things. I would be open to that too. I just also don't want them to feel like I'm forcing them to be around. Wow. A new boyfriend, you know, and they're single. So wait a minute. That, that, let me rechange my answers. I don't think you're ready to, to introduce yet. I think you still have too many doubts, right? Because if it's really solid, then you shouldn't really care about what they had to say. So why don't you take another three, six weeks or as long as you need, and then you'll know it's the right time. You know, of course, you're exclusive, but I can tell by your questions and your worries that you do worry too much. And it's only been three weeks. So why don't you take a couple months more and then just gradually, organically introduce them to him uh, or vice versa? Because I fear that you're a little it's still hesitating and too much worried about this. OK, thank you. Take your time. I appreciate it. No, I trust your advice. Thank you, Simon. No problem. Good luck to you and have a good night. Bye bye. So now you know when to introduce your friends, when only you're ready. But there's another key question. When is it time to introduce your significant other to your family? I'll tell you that next. Bonsoir and welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When is it time to introduce your significant other to your family? Some people are very close to their family and want you to meet them right away to have the family opinion or agreement. And some others are like, hey, wait a minute, until we're really sure we're kind of going to be together for a long time or forever, let's just wait. And that's really the two schools. So I'll tell you that piece of advice. 
I think that until you guys talk about future, then it's not time to meet the family. Let me give you an example. Until you talk about what you're going to do next Christmas, next Thanksgiving, next year, and you only talk about here and now, this is cool, but it means you're not ready yet to project yourself in the future, wait. If you are now already talking about what's going to happen six months from now, then I guess you're good to go and just meet the family. That's my rule. But now I'm going to tell you a little story of how I've learned that rule and what happened to me then. That's next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So I want to share that quick little story that happened to me about, you know, mishandling when to meet somebody's family. I was dating this girl. Everything was going well. About eight months in, she said, you know, uh, my parents would love to have you over. I said, absolutely. Um, I love meeting families and all that. So we went there and, you know, we're at the table and all this. And I swear, out of the blue, the dad looks at me with a stare and said to me, what are your intentions, Simon? I was flaggerbasted because I was not ready for that question. I, we never talked about anything like that. There was not about intention. We were just dating and, and starting to fall in love. And so I couldn't answer that question. There was an awkward moment. And I said to her later, I said, you know what? We should have maybe wait because I was not prepared for that question. And you were embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Your family was embarrassed. So I learned the lesson from now on. Until we both kind of thinking about the future. Let's just not meet the families and everybody so we don't have to answer those questions. You call that next on the rendezvous 855-905-8255. You have a question? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Joe. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you? I have a, I have a dilemma. I'm, a, I'm with a girl. She, she's, she's fantastic. She's sweet. Um, my problem is I'm very career-focused at the moment. And I sense that she wants our relationship to go to the next level, whatever that may be. Sure. And I, I don't know how to tell her that I'm not 100% sure if that's what I want, but I don't know how to tell her. Okay. So before I help you tell her, tell me, honestly, it's not 100%. Is you not in love with that woman, right? I I love her, but I... I the, the things I want to achieve in my career are yeah, yeah, but let's my just, number one. I, I get it, but let's, one, but let's not use the career as an excuse. If you're in love with somebody, I'm not saying you love her. I ask you, are you in love with her? No, I, I, don't, I don't think more than what I want to achieve. That's, that's my so, dilemma. So the I answer, I, exactly. So I've been in love. If I'm in love, I would never say my career is more important than my girlfriend. But it's okay, and I'm not judging. The fact is you like this girl. And then uh, you're not in love with her. It's not 100%. You're not emotionally invested in that relationship in, with all your heart. If you were, it would be a different conversation. So now how to tell her is to be very honest and kind. So the honest part is to say, hey, we need to talk. And you tell her, listen, be honest. I'm not you know, right now 100% into that relationship. I just don't think you know, I'm ready to go any further than what we have. And then I would like you to know it, so maybe it's best we just become friends so you don't get mad at me or you don't, you don't feel you're wasting your time with somebody who's not in love with you. Gotcha. So I mean, I'm, just, I'm just worried about hurting her. So, like, being honest would probably be the best way, just being direct. It, it, always, you know, listen, women and men, everybody's intelligent. Enough hiding behind we working hard. True love is stronger than any homework, work, or business. I mean, otherwise, Bill Gates, uh, Jeff Bezos from Amazon, the president, nobody could love anybody, right? So they're all, they're all married and love their wife. So they're busy, but they have time for their women. So uh, tell her the truth calmly, kindly, and allow her to make a choice based on the truth, not based on an illusion. 
Got you. All right? Thank you. I thank you. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Take care, Joy. Good luck to you and her. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. You're welcome. I just got a good email at therendezvousshow.com, so stay with me. That's next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Uh, two ways to reach out to me when you have a question about your relationships, 855-905-8255 or an email or DM. You go to therendezvousshow.com and my wonderful web producer, Trisha, will read it out loud. Trisha, what's up? All right. So this is an email from Angela that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angela. The man I'm dating is an insane driver. He has crazy road rage. Like last night, he actually rolled down his window and started screaming at the car next to us for trying to cut him off. Mm. Luckily, the person in the other car just apologized and kept going, but it was pretty intense. He's not like that at all outside of the car, which is confusing to me. Do you think this is a red flag? Do I think road rage is a red flag? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. I'm Simon Marcel. I just got this email from Angela because the guy she's dating has now big time road rage and she's asking me, you know, is that a red flag? Listen, I was going to play nice and say, you know, I've never had that. But then I just thought about it. I got to confess. I had road rage moments. And even my mother, Elizabeth, was super sweet. When she drives that little Renault of hers, she can go crazy. Who has an insult another driver even in your own car? So... Listen, Angela, I think that as long as you feel safe with him, it's okay. If your intuition feels it's unsafe and it's this physically unsafe, then never date him again. But I think that we all have a little bit of road rage in us. And you know what about this? I'm going to make a new podcast episode of La Confession about road rage and dating because I got a lot to confess about this. So, Angela, if you feel safe, go date him another time. If you feel unsafe and if you feel his road rage level is way out of control, then, of course, never, ever date him again. Back to you calls next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, good evening, welcome back to The Rendezvous. It's a call-in show for your relationships. You have a question or you have a love story to share with me, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Blair. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. I heard you have a beautiful love story for me. I do, yes. I uh, recently traveled to New Orleans for Mm -hmm. work. Yes. And I was staying there for a few days, and uh, I was kind of lonely because I was traveling alone, Mm -hmm. just working. And I was hanging out at a bar, and um, I met this uh, stranger, Mm -hmm. and we just clicked, and uh, immediately just liked each other very much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told him I'm alone and uh, I, I don't have, you know, anybody to hang out with. And he asked me if I wanted to hang out with him that evening. So we ended up hanging out mm-hmm. and he got a hotel room. We hung out at the hotel room. Ooh. It was We had a really, really fun time. Yeah, it was like very romantic. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the morning when we were supposed to check out, I woke him up and I was like, okay, we got to leave. And he's like, just take my credit card and go pay at the front desk. And we ended up staying for a whole week at that hotel and just had the most amazing, amazing romantic week and just ordered food in and watched TV and watched movies. And it was just the most amazing week. <laughs> well, this, listen, I'm, I love it. Thank you for sharing. I'm a little jealous. Because those magic moments in life, we all have some. This one you told us is just 
you know, wonderful and precious. So uh, just one more question. Uh, did you see him after that week or that was just a one time, one week in life together? It was that one week, uh, but every now and then we still message a little bit. So mm-hmm. we did stay friendly after that. So we're still kind of in touch. I mean, I guess maybe if I ever go back to New Orleans, we will meet again. But, you know, I've learned one thing about those moments. I've had mine in my life is that usually the second or third time is never like the first because right. it's just because the magic of being spontaneous, you meet somebody and then, you know, there's a spark and then there's a light and the fire and then it's ooh la la and then you want to keep mm-hmm. seeing. It's just, it's magic. It's, it's yes. right. I mean, that's why I'm a bit jealous. Blair, thank you so much for, for sharing that uh, extraordinary love story and moment of love and, and romance. Uh, I appreciate it very much. Thank you and, and have a good night. Thank you, you too. You email at derendezvousshow.com are next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. If you can't dial my magic number, you can always type your question at derendezvousshow.com with an email. Trisha, what do we have? All right, so this is an email from Larry that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Larry. For the past few months, I've noticed that my girlfriend has been wearing sweatpants a lot. And it's not like I don't like sweatpants, but it seems like she's not trying to be attractive anymore. Mm -hmm. She stopped wearing makeup. Her hair is always in a bun. And it's just different. She used to wear dresses and do her hair and she looked great. And now she looks kind of sloppy. Mm. I think she's getting too comfortable and I don't know how to talk to her about it. Can you help me out? So if your partner let themselves go, what do you do? I'll answer Larry next. What do you do if you date somebody for a few months and then your partner starts letting themselves go completely? That's what happened to Larry. He sent me an email at therendezvousshow.com saying, Simon, you know, I noticed that my girlfriend, you know, go from casual to more casual to kind of let herself go. Uh, she's getting too comfortable. What do you say to a partner who let themselves go? I think it's a very healthy conversation to have. And we make it about us. So we would say, I think, you know, we've been so comfortable with each other that, you know, we got to step back a little bit and keep the romance alive by paying attention to what we wear. Meaning, you know, keep when we go out, you know, a bit of elegance. When we are in the house, we pay a little bit more attention because it's a love killer. It's a romance killer to let yourself go. Men, women, all of us, we all make the same mistake after a while. So be sure to have this talk. It's not destructive. It's protecting and constructing the relationship. You call that next on The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, 855-905-8255, when you have a question. Bonjour, Cora. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cora. What is up? What's going on? So, um, I've been seeing my boyfriend now for about four months, uh-huh. and everything's cool, but he, um, in the ooh-la-la department, he's a lot more daring than me, as it turns out, and lately he's been asking to do some interesting things that I've never <laughs> tried before, and I'm a bit scared of and overwhelmed, and I I'm s- just struggling because... I'm not quite ready, and I, I feel like I don't want to shut him down, but I am just don't feel quite 
like ready for what he wants to try and I see. What he's asking for. When it when it comes to the ulala, risque ulala, it's all about what you want to do, right? It's it's not what you should do, it's what you want to do. So if your partner mm-hmm. wants very risque ulala and you're telling me I'm not ready for it, you just tell him I'm not ready for that. You don't even have to justify yourself. Because let's say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a guy, if my girlfriend tells me, listen, you know, I'm not ready for this type of ulala or this exotic uh, situation. I don't think it's against me as her boyfriend. I think it's totally normal that we all have our limits or we need more time. So, mm-hmm. so your, fear would yeah. be, your fear would be to what? To hurt his feelings? What's your biggest fear? I guess my fear is that he'd lose interest or feel like he's with a prude. And Okay, so I mean, this, let, me, let me help you out with this right now. If the man makes you feel insecure because you say no to some risque ulala position then it's on him the problem, not on you, right? There's nobody yeah. There's nobody prude or not prude. You are as you are. And you should never do anything that scares you, disgusts you, or make you feel unease. Never. Either you want to do this kind of ulala or you don't. And you have to tell, right. him, you have to tell him that. You have to stand up for this because otherwise he won't know what you think, what you feel. So you've got to have a talk with him. And right. he's, okay. he's, he's not going to leave you if he loves you because you don't want to do it right now or even never. That, that's not a good reason to leave somebody because you don't want to do that risky ulala. Okay. So don't be afraid that of his rejection. Sense. Yes, really. Have the talk, see what he says, and then and then go from there. But, you know, stand strong. It's you, ulala, too, not just his. Yes. Good. I like that motivation in your voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Good luck to you. Have a good talk and, and have a good night. Thanks for calling. Thank you. More Rendezvous next. Bonsoir and, and happy Friday night. I know it's late and I'm so glad we spent the evening with me. You know, I really, really have a lot of gratitude for all my listeners. Thank you also for my team of producers. I got three extraordinary people working with me on this on this show and they're part of the, the magic of the rendezvous. So thank you to my team. Uh, it's the weekend coming up, guys. So I don't know about you, but let me share this thing. Every Sunday, I love brunch. And I love brunch because that's when I do my scrambled eggs with breakfast potatoes. And I don't know why I think about it so late at night, but I must be hungry. I just think, you know, Sunday, scrambled eggs, breakfast potatoes, that's what's going on in a chocolate mousse. We all have our things on the weekend, so I want to share that with you. Thank you again for listening to The Rendezvous. Don't forget, even on the weekend, you can always check the website at therendezvousshow.com and send me a question or a comment at therendezvousshow.com. Check my Instagram, check the Facebook page at The Rendezvous Show, and you can always tweet me at Rendezvous Radio. I'll be back. Thank you so much for listening. Bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.